Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, Agency Owner? If you're new here, I've got a free ebook on how to scale your business to multiple six and even seven figures by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself as the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is DM me the word gift on Facebook at Brent Weaver. That's facebook.com slash Brent Weaver. And I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in business and life. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we're hanging out with a good friend of mine, Damian Zamora. Damien is CEO of Go Mobile Solutions, which was founded in 2010. He helps business owners and marketing agencies to scale with done-for-you mobile app development. He's been an entrepreneur for 30 years and an internet 1.0 pioneer. So Damien's been through quite a lot of the, uh, the last few years of technological innovation and change, and we're really excited to welcome him to the program. Damien, good to see you, man. Hey, great to be here, Brent. Thank you for having me. So, dude, it's uh, I feel like we haven't caught up in a while. It's been it's been a while. <laughs> we were uh, we we were we were talking about our our different experiences with uh, with the Rona. I was just saying, you you were feeling like you started this year off strong, and I was like, man, I started this year off uh, in isolation. So uh, so uh, how's twenty twenty two going for you? Yeah, you know, like I was telling you, Brent, twenty twenty two. I just feel like I'm I am alive. Like I am really getting after it this year. It's just, we just literally had a meeting on it this morning, how we just feel wiped out already in the sixth week. Or what is it, what's the fifth week? <laughs> well, wiped good out thing. good or wiped out bad? Just wiped out. Like we just really hit the ground running hard for this year, you know, with our goals. And as a team, we just reflected on that. We're like, man, we're making it happen this year. Yeah, that's awesome. So what's your, I mean, what's been a, a big lesson for you as, I mean, I kind of intro to you with this 30 years in the space. And, and I feel like there's, uh, at least speaking from my own experience, uh, you know, I've started to have more and more gray hair to prove that I've been doing this uh, for a while. But, uh, you know, what's, what are some, some lessons that you've, you've learned? Well, the lesson I would like to share today, right? I mean, I've, I've really come prepared to lay down a fun story when I was a 23-year-old, early budding entrepreneur, and just for context, I'm 49 now. And I want to share a story that will teach you the power of lead sources to exponentially grow your business. And I accidentally discovered this, and it literally tripled my business overnight. So I really want to focus on that because there's some amazing lessons throughout. Yeah. What do you mean by lead sources? Yeah, it's, it's leveraging someone else's influence and getting that evergreen endorsement, right? Working with someone, a, a company that has a vested interest in the success of the folks within their community. Perfect example, you're looking to target dentists. Well, you're going to want to work with influencers, macro influencers in the dentist industry, right? They have a vested interest in those dentists being super successful. And so if you have the right offer and you arrange the right deal, you can get an ongoing evergreen endorsement. And, and that's kind of what I'm going to share with, with how I was able to fall into something like that. Yeah. So, um, so what was your, why did this come up as something important for you? 
Well, so let's just take a step back and talk about what I was doing. I was selling credit card processing services to local businesses. I literally would put thousands of miles on my car driving from LA in California to San Diego on any given day. And I was really working hard, you know, belly to belly, signing my clients one by one by one. And, you know, I finally decided to change things up a little bit and put myself out there. I identified a trade show that was happening in at the Anaheim Convention Center. It was for small businesses. So a lot of people that would have small business, home-based businesses, you know, back in the old 900 number days and vending machines and all these different franchise type opportunities. And so I set up a trade show booth. I literally set up a trade show booth to sell credit card processing. And, you know, it was super frustrating, Brent. It was super frustrating because it was kind of my first time doing this, you know, putting the money down, getting a 10 by 10 booth, me and about three or four of my sales reps sitting there watching all these people walk by, but nobody was buying anything. Nobody was buying anything. And so what I did was I got frustrated. I told my team the next day, don't worry, showing up on Sunday. We didn't show up. I literally got fined for that, by the way, but I didn't show up because I wasn't making any sales but I laid my cards out on the table, my business cards. And literally what happened next changed my life. Do you remember how much the uh, booth was? Yeah, it was like $5,000. I mean, it was literally a big expense, which was part of the source of my frustration. (laughs) I went there expecting people to give me money, not sit and talk about their life stories. So, you know, it just, it was my early version. That was my first experience in in a trade show type environment, but I was in the right place. I had the right audience, but I didn't understand they weren't there to buy. They were just there to look and talk. So, so five anyway. grand, you're sitting, you, you, your team gets the, uh, the, the, the directive to stay home that day. Your business cards are on the table. Then what? Yeah. So, so a guy walked by that evening and, uh, and like I said, I almost botched this up. He literally grabbed my, cause I wasn't there. He grabbed my card. He called me up the next day on Monday and said, Hey, you weren't at your booth. Yeah. Sorry about that. We, we had an emergency come up. He goes, well, you know, I put 600 people a week in business and they're all home-based businesses and they go to the banks to try to get credit card processing and they continuously get turned down. Can you help me? And what I did was I said, yes. And I got on a plane and I was in Provo, Utah the next day. Now, mind you, I was 23 years old. I had a ponytail and I went down to a highly religious area of Provo, Utah. And I met an older gentleman that, like I said, you know, he was putting 600 people a week in business. And, you know, my my theory is if they're in business, they need to take credit cards. So I looked at that as a huge opportunity. And so I flew there and, and we put a deal together. You know, I my unique selling proposition back then was we worked with small businesses that were actually based out of their home. I, I was partnered with a credit card processing company that liked that business. So I truly did have a unique advantage. And uh, man, I'm gonna tell you that we, we, Brent, we went from signing up 200 new businesses per month to 600 new businesses per month overnight by fax machine. Like seriously, I had fax applications coming in. So instead of driving to each and every one from San Diego to Los Angeles to San Bernardino County, I literally had the fax machine on overdrive with smoke coming out with applications coming in. So I was way happier not having to fight the LA traffic, (laughs) way happier. 
Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. One of the things that I find a lot of agencies struggle with is just, you know, overcoming that initial hurdle of investing real money when it comes to marketing and advertising or in, in real time for that matter. I mean, just the idea of getting a booth at a conference, the thousands of dollars. I mean, obviously you put in five grand to, to, to attend that event. Uh, there's, there's risk there. You obviously, after a couple of days of being at the event, you were, you know, cutting your losses and probably going to go do other stuff. But, um, but yeah, man, I just, I find when I'm talking to people, just the idea of, spending even a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars on a channel whether it's facebook ads or google ads or attending a conference i find is just uh, intimidating you know i yeah. mean is it you know in, in terms of your mindset at that time right to, to drop five grand i mean obviously you had an established business you were you were doing stuff to get clients uh so there was obviously some investment there but do, do you kind of remember your early mindset around looking at um a marketing channel looking at a lead source as an opportunity and how much you'd be willing to invest in that? Like I said, I discovered this by accident. Absolutely. Mm. It, ch- it changed my life and it really shouldn't have happened because I shouldn't have not shown up that next day. Apparently yeah. I learned you get fined when you don't show up the next day, but I, it came out of a, a mindset of scarcity because I did invest $5,000 and I needed $5,000 worth of business to make it worth it. And, and when you end day one and no one's signing on the dotted line, I had a completely frustrating feeling, you know? I put myself out there, I took a calculated risk, it cost me some money, and it was evident that it wasn't paying off in the first day, and it was a total, it, it, it was a smoke screen. It was a smoke screen, and you know, obviously being older now and having been through way more experiences since then, I realize it's about meeting people and having relationships and really trying to explore where the hidden opportunities are. It's not about, here's my widget, buy it now, you know? And so, you know, there was some lessons learned there. Yeah, I got really lucky, Brent, because this gentleman did, you know, he was in the market for someone that can help his students with credit card processing. And so, you know, he could have just chosen not to grab my card because I wasn't there, which was, that was my mistake. I left. Now, I got rewarded. The universe rewarded me weirdly (laughs) because the guy picked up my card and decided to call me the next day. And it literally meant millions of dollars in my business, you know? Wow. Now, let me share the steps if I can. I, I want to share the steps I took because I know it's important for our listeners. First of all, I put myself out there, right? I, I took the calculated risk. I, I decided to find the right trade show that was going to have my ideal target audience. I put myself out there. The other thing I did when I made the mistake, I at least left my contact info out. The third thing I did was I said yes and figured it out later. When that guy called me up and said, this is the problem I have, I said, yes. Now I had to call my credit card processing company and said, look, this guy puts 600 new businesses in business every single week. 
And this is how much they're going to process every single month. It's only a couple grand a month each. And every single transaction is going to be the same ticket size. It's only a hundred bucks each. And it's very low risk. Can you assure me that you'll approve everybody? Can I tell this guy, we will approve everyone. And the president of that company, Card Service International at the time said, yep. And he gave me the first pre-approval stamp in the industry. So when I flew to Utah that next day, I flew there telling this gentleman that, yep, we can do it. And everybody that's endorsed by everybody that comes from you is pre-approved. Now, he just loved it. The other thing I did, the steps I took, I made it easy. I created the marketing material, the way to sign up. I used things like pre-approved and no application fee. I didn't expect them to try to figure that stuff out. I literally provided the print material for them to put in their workbook that was in their little business kit that they sold at these seminars. I offered him an affiliate commission for every person that bought. He made $100. Now, we made $2,000 for every person that bought. We had a margin of $1,800 in that, which was an incredible, incredible, incredible business back then. What else did I do? You know, we found out where was he getting the business? Well, he was going to a seminar. He was one of the speakers for a small business entrepreneur seminar. So what did I do? I asked him for an intro to the other speakers at that event that were not competitive. And you know what? He introduced me to someone out in Provo, Utah, four miles away. And that guy signed up as my second lead source. And Brent, I went from 600 deals to 800 deals. Like literally one more lead source brought me on another 200 deals a month. Now, remember, I used to drive to each and every one of these deals one-on-one. And now I'm this big credit card processing company producing 800 units per month, netting us about $1,800. Well, $1,700 after the commission I paid per deal. So all this was, you know, by accident, but, but, but the lesson was, man, I'm onto something. I need to find more lead sources, more influencers that have a vested interest in the success of their people. And I got to offer them a commission and that's how I'm going to multiply my business. So as it would turn out, Brent, now lead sources has been a part of my business since then. You know, I mean, I just, I've just found ways to continue to make that a part of my business model and continue to teach our students, you know, how to leverage that. That's awesome. I, I mean, when I think about this, it's funny because I, I so some of our biggest, you know, home run wins have been around finding these strategic partnerships where, you know, they're already selling to your ideal customer. They already, or they already have your customer, your ideal customer is their customer. And, and they have a need for your product or service, right? It's like they they're teaching people how to, you know, start a business and like the next thing that that person has to do is, you know, set up a bank and get a merchant account. And so from a speaker standpoint, if they can be helpful in terms of driving their people to a next service that's going to be a quick win for them, like it makes them look good and it also makes you look good cuz you're solving a real need in that market. Uh, we were we were we built a training product for Adobe and through one of these, you know, I, I resonated a lot with your story, David, because I jumped on a plane out to San Francisco and I just, I showed up outside their office one day and I said, you know, I said, oh, hey, I, I just happened to be in the area. Is anybody free for coffee? Uh, you know, I, I didn't just happen to be in the area. Like I literally got in a plane, had no meetings booked, <laughs> just like showed up outside their office and uh, emailed somebody on the product team that we were, we were doing some, some content work for. And somebody was like, oh yeah, I can, I can, you know, we can, I'll come down. Why don't we go grab a cup of coffee? And that started, you know, a process. It took a couple of years, but eventually we got put into their funnel. 
And I think, Damien, that's the thing that pulls that, that you highlight for me is like looking at other people that are that, that work with your ideal customer either before you or after you and think about, okay, how do we actually get baked into their workflow? Because because I think what I heard from you, Damien, is every one of these people at these seminars got a folder and they had a call to action to that they, that they were pre-approved for a merchant services account, which was a real problem for them, right? Now that each of them has a flyer, like you're baked into the funnel. Yeah, we literally were, they had to rip out the application of the workbook to fax it in. So there was <laughs> two pages. One was, here's the equipment. It's 50 bucks a month on a four-year lease. Here's the software, 50 bucks a month on a four-year lease. And here's the application. You're pre-approved. Fax it in. Yep. And it was just amazing, you know? Well, and, and you know what's interesting is a lot of, you know, I mean, there's there's some really cool scalable platforms out there. Like, I mean, I love Facebook ads. I love to see what's happening for people on social media in terms of Instagram, in terms of, you know, TikTok. I'm seeing some of my customers, right? Some of our members, right, have literally gotten over a million followers on TikTok, which just blows my mind, right? They're talking about random stuff. We're talking about SEO or this or that. And it's it's a great distribution channel. But I think a lot of people do overlook these types of strategic partnerships where it's yep. more about, you know, finding people in your niche that are already, you know, plugged into your ideal customer and how do you create that win-win thing? And I love your idea of just make it easy, right? Of how do you make it to where it's dead simple? Like if they're if you're waiting on them to create material to refer you or to, you know, write copy about your product or service so that they can promote you, it's like just write it for them, right? Provide the, you know, send them like a bunch of these forms or whatever uh, to make it as easy as possible. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, you spoke to, I want to speak to one of your points there. You know, if you're looking, if you have an ideal niche that you play in, and, and I like to use this niche, dentists, right? Let, let's just use dentists for a minute. Well, he, here's what here's what our listeners can do. I mean, whether it's dentists or whether it's chiropractors or restaurants, whatever, whoever you serve, Google it. Google's your friend here. Find the trade shows, find the trade magazines, okay? F find the networking meetings, it, you know, find the industry associations. How about the events that they have? The Chamber of Commerce, you know? Again, some of this stuff sounds simple, but let's go a little bit deeper. Let's say you found the ideal event that's coming through Anaheim Convention Center where there's going to be 500 dentists in the room on a given Sunday. Okay, well... Your business is not just the people in the seats. Your business is each and every one of the other speakers, as I proved in my example. And your business is each and every one of the other vendors who also target that ideal target audience. You can go there and not only make business with the attendees, but make business with the other speakers and the other vendors in this lead source format. You know, it's not just the customers buying your product. It could be the guy that sells the dentists a very specific thing, but he's a monster in the industry and he has thousands of, of, of dentists that he has an influence over and an endorsement from him means a sure sale. Like that could be one deal that could change your business. You know, and I know many agencies out there, they're either doing websites or marketing, you know, it's pick your niche, find where they're corralling these folks that are within your niche and, you know, put yourself out there. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to tell you about one of my favorite white label partners, E2M. They can help with all your website design, web development, SEO, and content needs for your client projects. This includes WordPress, WooCommerce, Shopify, BigCommerce, Webflow, Duda, SiteGlide, custom PHP applications, and much more. 
Have peace of mind when it comes to your outsourcing needs. Let E2M become an extension of your team so you can grow and scale how you want. Check them out today at e2msolutions.com. That's E, the number two, M, solutions.com. All right, back to our show. I love that one of your one of the elements elements of this story is that you hopped on the plane. I know I just kind of mentioned that with my uh, Adobe experience share, but whether it's with uh, uh, going to an event, but also to really solidify a partnership, I feel like I mean I think a lot of stuff can be done through Zoom appointments, but I think there's something you know both ways with when it comes to like key partners, when it comes to trust and understanding somebody of. You know, going on a like literally getting on a plane and making time for somebody face to face, which I know with you know COVID, whatever, it's gotten like weird, but it's even more rare. Like, which which tells me, I mean, yes, I think people have kind of repositioned how they're doing business now, but I also think that there's like that in person component in terms of partnerships, in terms of deal making, is is probably something that I mean, I, I at least personally hope we're going to see a lot more of, and I think that a lot of people resist that because there's some unknown, right? Like you didn't know when you jumped on that plane going out to Utah, right? You didn't know like, oh, hey, I'm going to get on this plane. I'm going to land and I'm going to close this deal, right? I mean, there was a total like, like you were going there with good news. Like, hey, I've gotten all of your people pre-approved, but there was still some risk to you of like going in and in, in seeing a potential strategic partner in person. I mean, maybe nothing would have ever come of it. And I think a lot of people right now are doing that kind of stuff on Zoom and then they're wondering why they're not getting significant, you know, partnerships. I mean, I think a lot of people are getting partnerships, but like really deep level partnerships. I at least know for myself when we were working with Adobe, like there would have been no way that we could have done the amount of collaborations, the depth of collaborations, if I had never, you know, taken that initial step of getting on a plane, going out there, visiting them, you know, and, and getting on a plane four or five times. I think after two years, they started picking up the bill on some of my plane tickets. But you know, it was it was still a little bit of a risk, and there was that unknown. Like I don't I don't know where this is going. I just have to have a little bit of faith that if I pick the right people, you know, something good's going to come of this. Yeah, well, and I'll, I'll tell you, he I'll quote him. He said to me, Damien, I the reason we did this deal is because you literally, without any hesitation, flew out to visit me the next day. I mean, mm. there, there was no reason for him to find competition or to, you know, to price me out or to see what the other options are, get a second opinion. Like he was really impressed with the way that I took decisive and immediate action. And that went into the relationship. And that, and so if I think about if I would have hesitated, then he could have called multiple other credit card processing vendors out there. And I may never have have landed that deal. And if that wouldn't have happened, I have maybe never would have landed in the lead source, you know, in the business opportunity world. It's it's crazy. Like my whole life changed significantly because of getting on that plane and just taking an immediate decisive action, you know? And, and keep in mind, that might've been my first official business trip, Brent. Like <laughs> I was 23 years old. I started in credit card processing in like 1990 at like, you know, the age of like 17, 18, and I was driving to every deal. This is the first time I got on a plane and flew to a deal. And it turned out to be a massive deal, right? So you're right. Sometimes you just need to have blind faith and jump. Damien, I, I love this story, man. 
I love your experience, Cher. I think just having that blind faith, that immediate, decisive action, and, and even the blind faith, as, as we kind of wrap here today, you had chosen the right audience, or you had chosen an audience that at least you believed that it was, there was opportunity within. And while maybe you didn't get that, that direct response opportunity with individual customers coming up to your booth and filling out credit card forms, you did find a strategic partnership in that space. And so obviously your intuition there uh, got rewarded that there was there was something there. There was an opportunity there and it ended up working out for you. And I think just looking back and reflecting on this episode of being willing to invest in a market, whether it's with dollars or time, being willing to get on a plane, being willing to put the work in to make it easy for your, your strategic partners and lead sources, I think there's been a lot of value uh, out of this story and for our audience today, man. I really appreciate it, Damien. Excellent, Brent. No, I, I, I loved sharing it. It's it brought me back to, you know, some, some really memorable times. That's awesome. You got a few minutes to stick around for our lightning round? Yeah, bring it, baby. What is the best advice you've ever received? Create and stick to a morning routine that takes care of me. And this has changed over the years, but there's one thing that hasn't. I still have a morning routine and it has nothing to do with anybody but me. I don't usually expand on lightning round, but uh, what's your what's your morning routine right now? Well, so right now I'll go to the gym and I do hit workouts. So it's really fast. I can get all that done with two body parts in 30 minutes. And then I go into the sauna for 20 minutes in a hot, hot sauna. And then I'm meditating. I get out, I cover myself from head to toe with towels, and I meditate. I go very deep on meditation. And this is after the cold plunge. Now that, to me, on my way home, I grab a nice green juice, and I'm ready to destroy the day. I'm on fire. <laughs> I think I'd be on fire too, man. I got to find myself a, a sauna. I think I'm more of a steam room, but uh, the sauna sounds nice too. You know why I like the sauna? Because I can stay longer. I got to get out of the steam room within 10 minutes. It's just way too intense but I'm able to stretch and stay longer and go really deep in meditation because the dry sauna, you can stand it a lot longer. That's awesome. Which of your personal habits outside of your morning routine has contributed most to your success? Same. And I, and I know you were looking for something different, but honestly, <laughs> when I look back at my darkest times, it was absent that morning routine. So I'm going to tell you that, that, you know, just continue, you know, you go in and out of eras and seasons and times. And when I have a really good, sound, disciplined morning routine that takes care of me, I am performing, I am functioning, and I am producing results. Times where I look back where it wasn't so much, you know, there was a lack in that morning routine. So I'm going to say the same. That's awesome. And I think honestly, Damien, uh, over the last couple of years with COVID, the pandemic, all of this weird stuff going on with just elevated stress. And I mean, we're seeing it all over the news, right? Just the world's in a weird place right now. I don't think people are going to hear enough that they should invest a little bit more time and energy and money in themselves uh, to take care of themselves. So thanks for that uh, message today. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you've been using regularly that you think our listeners would find valuable? I've got two. It's going to sound like a cheat and like I've, I've taken the easy way out, but Slack, you know, for our team to communicate, there's no better tool that I've ever seen created. Slack is amazing. The other is Audible. I love Audible. I love material. I love to sponge it up. And the, the hack that I do when I 
when I take a book is I can go 2x speed. I've trained my brain to be able to comprehend 2x speed. I'm trying to go faster, but I'm not able to <laughs> because it sounds like chipmunk world. But the, you know, the, the other thing I did was I read Think and Grow Rich 20 years later. I'll make that recommendation. Take a book you read 20 years ago and read it 20 years later, or maybe this is different for you, but it's a completely different book. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I actually read uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People every few years. And every time, man, I just, there's different parts that stand out to me. I'm like, oh, there, there we are. That's where I'm at. Speaking well, of. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think of Think and Grow Rich. When I was in my early 20s and it talks about what happens in your 50s and stuff, you know, in your early 20s, you don't even look at that as being reality. Like, you don't even think about, oh, I don't got to think about that right now. So you read the book in a whole different set of lenses, right? Now you're closing in on midlife and you read this book and you're like, wow. <laughs> you know, you start t- reflecting on what you've done right and what you've done wrong. And, you know. Speaking of book recommendations, last lightning round question here. What book would you recommend and why? Okay. What got you here won't get you there by Marshall Goldsmith. This is one that I'm currently reading right now. I'm three quarters of the way through. But the reason why I recommended it is because. What got me to success in my early 20s is not going to get me where I want to go in my 50s. Now, let me expand on that a little bit. What I mean by that is, you know, when you're in your early 20s and you run a company with 100 employees, your head might be a little bit bigger than, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like what got me there, if I, if I applied the same way I carried myself that got me there in my later years, it's not going to get me where I'm going. And it's just really fascinating. It's fascinating. So that's one book. The second book I'll give you is Think Again, which I read last year by Adam Grant. It's the power of knowing what you don't know. And that is an incredible book. Awesome. We will link out to What Got You Here Won't Get You There, as well as Think Again and Think and Grow Rich, as well as Slack and Audible over on our show notes page. So if you're listen to this out on a run or on the road, check out yougurus.com slash podcast. If you listen to this week of, you're going to see a picture of Damien right there at the top. Click on Damien and you're going to see takeaways, resources, quotes, and all these awesome links from today's episode. Damien, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Yeah, go to gomobilelive.com, gomobilelive.com. And, you know, it's real simple. You know, we have a we have a really thriving community and we get together every Friday for a happy hour hangout. Brent, you were one of my guests. It's kind of like, you know, kind of like a podcast series, but it's just straight value. And we do it every Friday. So you can register there on that page and kind of lean in a little bit in, in the Go Mobile community. Awesome. We'll, we'll link out to that GoMobileLive.com as well over on our show notes page. And definitely check out those happy hour Fridays, I believe you started those right when kind of the pandemic hit and lockdown happened. I think they were kind of just like a hangout and then you started having speakers come in and I think it's been an awesome series. March, 2020, you know, we started it because we wanted to take care of our community because we realized everybody was scared. Everybody Mm. was absolutely scared at the shift in their lives that they were all about to endure. And we just wanted to connect. And that turned into now 79 some odd episodes with some of the amazing thought leaders like yourself, Brent. And it's just been a really amazing series. Very cool. Well, Damien, I appreciate those uh, those links. And if folks want to find out more about Damien, 
check out our show notes, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Damien, thanks again for stopping by the program today. Thank you very much, Brent. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks to your pups as well for staying quiet for most all of the interview. But uh, goodbye to your puppies as well. And that is it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want that free ebook on how to scale to multiple six and seven figures, all you got to do is DM me on Facebook, the word gift at Brent Weaver, and I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver.